0: This week on the Pool Scene Podcast, we are joined by Kevin and Megan from the Midnight Movie Night Podcast, and we talk about John Ritter's Dong.
1: A comedy that glows in the dark. And there's a fine line between falling in love and falling on your face. Those, of course, are the taglines for this week's movie. And what a movie it is. And what an episode we have this week. This is a special episode of the Pool Scene Podcast. We form the Mega Powers of Movie Podcast. Yes! Or the Megazord of Movie (laughs) Podcast. I like that reference. As we are teaming up with the Midnight Movie Night Podcast this week. We have Kevin times two as Jim and myself are joined by multi-talented LA based and not limited to just comedian and host of the Midnight Movie Night podcast, Kevin Heisinger. Kevin, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. I am doing very well.
2: Thank you so much.
1: We are also joined by comedian and performer of stand-up, sketch, and improv, and she likely excels at any other type of comedy there is as well. Sure. (laughs) She is Megan Sweet. Thank you, Megan, for joining us.
3: You are welcome. I think Megazord might be my new nickname. Wow.
1: That'd be pretty great. You do have to wear Power Rangers attire 24-7, though. I I think I know
3: someone I can get that from.
1: I'm I'm Megazord (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) Before we get into the festivities, what would both of you like to promote or plug?
3: Kevin?
1: We both think, I think we have the same answer. Probably just our podcast, yeah. which is yeah. the Midnight
2: Movie Night Podcast. We love to do movies that are so bad that they're good. And also, if you want to follow me at Kevin Heisinger, and also if you want to Venmo me too, it is yeah. the same. <laughs> if you feel so inclined, also PayPal. You know, I take all forms of payment. Megan?
3: Yeah, I'm the co-host of that wonderful podcast, which is how we meet other incredible people like you guys. Thank you. And you can find my name at the top of the page on Midnight Movie Night on Instagram. And if you click on it, you'll go right to my personal page where um, you'll find that I'm not doing anything except for having a midlife crisis. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean, that's all right. I don't have two any shows
2: a month, again. Don't be, be honest. I, right, me... Well,
3: I'm moving. I'm actually in the middle yeah, of moving. Okay, so there's no it. shows going on right now.
2: Well, that's something to for show us at
1: your new place. Whoever would like to come that's help true. you move. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're looking yeah. for yeah, if anybody, in the Jersey area. Yeah.
3: Just come. come. Come on by. I'll give you my personal address. You can come on in.
1: Yeah, I, so, do. Uh, I had to
2: stop giving out my personal address. I have a lot of <laughs> lately. It's been really
1: New episodes of Midnight Movie Night Podcast come out when? I try to do every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, okay. Yeah,
0: Megan and I talked very briefly about the Blank Check episode and how amazing Classic. that Brian Bonsall is able to <laughs> hook up with Karen Duffy quite frequently during that movie and that lucky son Jesus. of a bitch that he is. Lucky, it's questionable. That it is, <laughs> it's very odd. A very odd film in retrospect respect then
2: I don't know how Karen feels about being in the film but we asked her to Ooh. please reach out and just give let us a call know oh. how the kissing scene went How was it <laughs> what was going through the, that head of hers just you know what yeah. just that paycheck just just you know just get through it <laughs> she looked like she enjoyed it that's what really disturbs me the most yeah. she movie. sold it is. like a yeah. damn champion i i she, give her a lot yeah, of credit she was into that little boy and it was <laughs> very, very disturbing i was not it was very uncomfortable so and the blank- it's
3: better that you said her and not that he's into her because that would have sounded evil.
2: yeah and he was too but she felt it right <laughs> yeah thing. but not in the you, little you could be a little boy yeah. with a crush but when you're a 30 year old and you got a crush <laughs> on a little kid
1: blank can- check episode as well as any other episode available everywhere podcast can be found That it is.
2: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Trying to get more platforms. Is the radio still a thing? (laughs) (laughs) radio? We were just just talking about about that. that.
1: More ads for that. um, Yeah, Yeah. a
2: couple. Maybe downloads, really.
1: The comedy that glows in the dark is 1989's Skin Deep, directed by Blake Edwards. This was at the tail end of Edwards' career as he directed his first film in 1955. Close enough. His most famous film... Easily breakfast at Tiffany's. And it's really funny that he got from there to here from Audrey Hepburn to zap from American Gladiators. It's pretty pretty much the same thing. It's pretty. They got the same size, you know, boobs and everything. Uh, Roger Ebert says that this movie is, quote, smart, sensitive film that knows a lot about human nature. What? He's giving him a lot of credit. (laughs) What the fuck? Momentarily, we will find out whether we agree or not with Roger Ebert. But first. Jim, please tell us how this movie performed at the box office along with news and number ones at time of release. Okay, so prepare to be
0: stunned. Skin Deep came out on March 3rd, 1989 to an eight and a half million dollar budget and made a whopping 45 million dollars oh, wow. in the movie theaters. I was what, eight, nineteen wow. this is what I was seven and a half. I don't ever remember seeing anything. I don't this think I movie. knew
1: this movie existed until you told me no, like six months ago. Me neither. It's probably
3: not a seven and a half. I was I think I was 11 because you're 40 and I'm 44. So, yeah, I I don't think I was,
0: you know, my parents were like, hey,
3: I got this birth control movie for you.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. mom! (laughs) You're going to like this. Mom, thank you for getting me uh, Super Mario 2. By the way, what's with that guy's dick and the other guy's dick? That's really crazy. Big shout out to (laughs) Ivan Neville, who rocks the theme song in this song. Bet you didn't know. Brother of Aaron Neville. I would say the best part was that song. Yeah, I'm kinda with you. I will take from this. (laughs) I like the fact that in the opening credits it just kicks off with that song just so eloquently. It's it's...
3: why wouldn't you? I mean, the rest of the music, too, was just like being on hold on a telephone.
2: <laughs> Pretty much. It really was
0: the lounge music. Like, so
3: it didn't make any sense.
0: The one thing that did make sense was the number one toy at the time of this damn movie coming out was the mm. Game Boy. Everybody had Game okay. Boy and Tetris. Me-ho. They said it wasn't humanly possible. All the power and excitement of Nintendo right in the palm of your
2: hand. Introducing Game Boy. It's portable, it's in stereo, and its games are interchangeable. Game Boy comes complete with batteries and the outrageous new game, Tetris. And for head-to-head competition, use Video Link and blow your opponent away. Game Boy, only from Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, portable power.
3: Oh, I thought you were going to say like a dildo. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not like a... That would make more sense. What are you talking about? With the film. Well, the the funny thing... That is a real toy. I mean, you could have the the Game Boy dildo attachment because you had to link two Game Boys to play together. So one end could be the the fun
1: end. They didn't have like a plaster cast of John Ritter.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I already have that.
1: (laughs) Just so you know, two Kevin's, the national video...
0: Movie releases of the week. A fight with of video. The number ones were Caddyshack two. Oh boy! Tom Hanks and Big. Okay. And the seminal oh. movie of a generation, known as
1: Mac and Me. So speaking of people that fuck children. Oh. That yeah. look on her face and big when she realizes that she's had relations with a child. Yeah. Yeah. And then Mac and me, hopefully <laughs> I don't think there was you guys covered that one and yeah.
3: I Oh well, we, we did. Don't remember we did, any
1: relations in that one.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully. Brought to you by McDonald's. Yes, uh, right.
2: <laughs> McDonald's the movie is what we call Yes. Yeah. It was also sponsored by Coke. I mean, it was
0: and then uh the Coke, actually. Speaking of McDonald's, they released their new food changeable happy meal toys. on this week in 1989 such as Galactaburger the hot cakes that became Robo Cakes Crypto Cup and Macro Man the best I have have all of those
3: things were so much better back then I'm sorry what what has happened
0: just for a day 80s kids will yeah, never understand really how good we had it when it came. No. To just Happy Meal oh, toys. They were the it was best. Gold. Did have the Power Ranger toys from the Happy Meal. I, I do. The it's pretty
3: I cool. I, from
0: ended when up, the movie came out. I ended up finding a couple of those and I ended up flipping them on eBay for like seventy dollars. So, oh, yeah. I got mine. Mine was signed by no. actually the Green Ranger <laughs> recently. <laughs> okay, um, here's David Frank. No, <laughs> I <laughs> like to brag a lot. Sorry, he I does. Like well, to just interrupt. Quick, you
3: best. can tell him to shut that up. He's not braggy on your show. No, just, you're,
0: no you're absolutely <laughs> fine. Backstory real quick. I met Jason David Frank in 2006 in Columbus at the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic, the bodybuilding thing. And wow. he was and he was promoting his jesus didn't tap yeah his christian mma brand jesus didn't tap <laughs> <laughs> and I, <That's> it, awful <laughs> and then and uh, then we, well how did he tap so if you went up to him i didn't want to be like are you tommy the green ranger so i i'll try to quietly i'll get like a i bought a jesus didn't tap t-shirt because i felt bad but i went up to him and after i bought it, i was like hey man i'm tommy the green ranger right he's like yeah, I'm Tommy the Green Ranger. Yeah, it's like he was embarrassed. <laughs> now, if you look at his portfolio, every ten minutes he's promoting a Green Ranger comic book, a Green Ranger toy, a Green Ranger anything. It's he he's knows where the money's come Opposite
2: from. now, he is so about it. He's embodied it that he knows that's about it for him, and he's so passionate because this is what he did. He yeah. even was in, I think, a Power Rangers episode a couple of years back, playing the same character. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. I um, paid a little extra to have him autograph this tape right here this little karate
3: oh, wow. he did a karate
2: oh. kid, uh, series called the karate club and so i was in line and i handed it to him to sign and he just looks down at it and he was so intense and my inner child was so weird, like oh god i really hope he's not an asshole is gonna kill my dreams but <laughs> now he was so enticed by it. he's like oh my god this guy ta- he hasn't seen that tape in years he opened it and he like, did some of the moves it was so funny he signed it for me he signed he wasn't supposed wow. to sign my little toy that i brought it was really oh <laughs> we talked for a little bit he was a he's a cool guy he's very intense though he's very hardcore MMA he's all tatted up now
0: oh wow did you see this was a couple years ago I brought this up on the podcast that he tried to pick a fight with Jean-Claude Van Damme oh Jesus could you imagine that like is he gonna pull out a fucking power morpher and then just be like (laughs) Uh, yeah
2: I don't know I gotta say I'm on as much as I love Power Rangers gotta say I hope Van Damme wins I really Uh (laughs) I love blood sport all day every
0: day and there might be a blood sport there might be a blood sport too now with Frank dukes being old as shit which blows my mind yeah.
2: i gotta see this <laughs> yeah it really you can't recreate magic like that you Late can't 80s, no. 90s movies like this. it's just not the same i was not. watching kickboxer the other day and it's just so funny his movies are hilarious i really love van damme they're, they're the, the best just do. They're we did the best. street fighter the other day oh, yes. oh unbelievable. Was, that's a weird was Raul, Julia, <laughs>
1: Raul Julia gives his all in that one he's just like yeah i'm in this i'm doing it i'm going for and it And it. it was his last film before he died Yeah, sadly. Sadly enough, oh uh, yeah, wrong. that's that that's
3: fantastic. one way to go out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's the best way that's- to go out. <laughs>
3: It's, it's like, like I can't do anything. He should have
0: done some
2: of that cocaine. That Van Damme. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Feel like it would have cured his cancer. I feel like he would have just.
3: Somebody yeah. was greedy.
2: So. Or overdose. That's really, it's either, either or. You either
0: live longer or not at all. The one thing I can't. I don't know what drugs work. Every time I look at Van Damme, my eyes can't go away from that big giant, like lump on his forehead. Like I'm just attached to it. I, n- I,
1: I, I never noticed <laughs> it growing up. I never, I, I, I loved kickboxer. No, I, I loved sudden death. I loved all, you know, blood sport, everything. Double impact. Double impact. Never noticed the lump Classic.
0: Yeah.
2: I didn't either. He's just got Shoot. those eyes. I just they literally just me. he's got those Hitler eyes. I'm like, oh
3: <laughs> just ruined it you got. How panel. can you not stare deeply into <laughs> those guys? <laughs> There's a reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, know. I'm gonna get killed if I don't sit <laughs> there was.
2: Yeah, no, really. Van
0: Dam, I call him. Just yeah. he's a good looking dude. He's, so the number one terrible. movie at this time in 1989 is a movie that we covered here on the podcast, starring our number one lifeguard Hall of Fame inductee and a movie you guys just covered last week the duke himself rick dukeman starring in tom hanks's the burbs all right great oh uh, i was gonna mention that movie love that yeah,
1: yeah oh, it it's one one
0: of, one of favorites. our favorites and probably one of my favorite movie characters of all time played by the man the myth The legend himself, Bruce Dern, and the number one song in America at this time, former L.A. Lakers cheerleader, Paul Abdul, which straight up now tell me. (laughs) All right, great. Do you really want to love me forever? Whoa, whoa, whoa. best not mc scat cat <laughs> mc scat cat had his place in time but this time damn it it was paul abdul and there was just so much yeah, going on in 1989 but oh. damn it kevin throw it to the movie let's do it all right let's burn down the <laughs> plot
1: <laughs>
0: <Andre> rison style
1: <laughs> yes zach hutton is an author a successful one as it seems but he's also an alcoholic and is it fair to call him a sex addict
2: barney you really perceive me as a major compulsive womanizer A 42-year-old shooting star in the galactic caravan. Can I be cured? want to be cured. I know it's ruining my life, and yet. And yet, two words that to one degree or another play us all. You see, I truly love women. Oh, I see. I love everything about them, Barney. I love the way they feel, the way they smell.
0: Most
1: of the time. uh yeah. Okay. Yes. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a walking hard-on. He's a walking hard-on. Zach goes on an extended bender after his mistress catches him with her hairdresser, and then his estranged wife walks in to find the mistress aiming a pistol at Zach's head. Yeah. While well, Ivan Neville is playing. Yes. In addition to the drinking during this period, there's also a string of women and Zach attending a formal party. In a genie costume. I told Zach that it was a, a costume party. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I tried to call you. You're fired. Honestly, most of this movie is just the hijinks that revolve around his one-night stands and sexual conquests. When he makes a scene at his ex-wife's wedding, he gets a wake-up call. This leads to his recovery, where he stops drinking and practice. He starts practicing abstinence, which allows him to write again. The movie ends with Zach winning back his ex-wife's love due to his achievements of fixing all of the things in life that she. He believed he couldn't with that said let's get to characters we have john ritter as zach hutton vincent Gardini as barney the barkeeper so this guy was great <laughs> he uh <laughs> this was his Oof. second to last yes. movie <laughs> and he uh yeah i was like is this guy someone I, I kept thinking i knew him from something else he's been in a lot of shit he has the duet he does with uh, john ritter we have allison reed uh, as alex hutton the estranged wife <laughs> who else do we want to mention bunch of girls George. Yeah. yeah fucking zap yeah zap from American <laughs> Gladiators
3: and Joel Brooks I forgot about that guy yeah, like he was Jake in Fetterman. so many movies yes. and when I saw his face I'm like oh
1: <laughs> that guy alright <laughs> so brought me back which actor or character gives a past performance does any non lead character steal scenes I like the bartender it's Barney not being able to ride is like
0: not being able to screw
3: well maybe they sort the of depend on each other what the
2: fuck does that mean how the fuck do I know? I'm a bartender, not your
1: psychiatrist. It's Barney the bartender. He made me uncomfortable.
2: I don't know. <laughs> that whole scene where they're talking about... What does he say when John Britter goes on his monologue about women that he likes? I want to make love to everything else in long
1: skirts,
2: bare feet, and ripe, juicy mouths. Little boy girls with small, firm breasts and tight asses. Rubenesque round women with big
0: mother earth breasts and green eyes.
2: God, I could go on and on. Don't. Yeah, I'm getting a hard on you. Yeah, yeah. That's. Oh when, right, like, I you're, forgot. you're making me hard. <laughs> like I am too, and that's why I, I had to step back a little yeah. bit. I don't know if I like this bartender.
3: It was just, he's behind the bar, Kevin. You know, like yeah. There's wood yeah. in the way of his wood, so you can. Was unc- that was not a bad for trip. long yeah, though.
2: John goes back behind that bar, <laughs> makes his own drink for a little bit, so they almost got it on. Too, they are just so horny. But then John Richards say something about her, like bar. little. Did he, I wrote down the words. Did say little boy girls? Did I hear that correctly? I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're. Deep yeah, rapidly. there was a strange. Yeah, he says. Um,
3: I should have written that.
2: He <laughs> yeah, like, went down. He says like round girls, like, little boy girls. That's yeah. what. Yeah. Why? What does that mean?
3: Earthy, bouncy boob girl. I don't know. I, now I remember. that strange. That didn't What's make a good. little
2: boy girl. That, yeah. that, a
3: tomboy. That's a, Is a that used? He tr- <laughs> yep. He's on the wrong movie. You should be over there at blank check. Getting yeah, older. should be
2: blank check. Him and Karen Duffy need to get some help. That really, is unfortunate.
1: <laughs> Jim, who do you got? who's your uh standout performance from this one?
0: Well, I, I also said Barney, but maybe I'm just biased. But I, I, who would have thought Zach had even a? Not saying that she had the most tremendous acting chops in this, but she did pull off yeah. the performance that she needed to pull off. Yes, as a fitness instructor with actually a nice, like, studio-type apartment. Right outside her bedroom. Right outside of her bedroom. It's was like, what the hell is going on?
3: Look at it this way, Zach. I've worked five years, 52 weeks a year,
0: five days a week, three hours a day, to build this body. And for one night, this night, it's all yours. How do you feel about that? Like Mrs. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then he walks out there in his underwear and he proceeds to start doing
1: fitness. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's
0: weird. Yes.
1: Megan or Kevin, any character stand out to you? Not
2: Kevin? at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's the who was the blonde girl at the very beginning who had the pistol? Wasn't she in Star Trek? Yeah, that was, that was the same. That was, that that was Denise Denise Crosby. She played Tasha in Star go. Trek. I don't know what to say.
1: How about the Lord is my shepherd?
2: <gasps> Come on, Angie. Drop the gun.
1: Is that it? Zachary Hutton, Pulitzer Prize winning playwright, internationally acclaimed author, about to be shot to death by a jealous female, and all he can come up with is, come on Angie, drop the gun.
2: There we go, she stood out. This movie started on a solid note, I'm like this is interesting, this is exciting, and then you know what, (laughs) god damn, they decided nope. We're not, doing, <laughs> we're not going that route. Let's go. Let's go downhill. <laughs> I was yeah. like, you like, I all those was on things? my way. This oh, is a basic <laughs> ripoff that I have not seen. This is interesting. I'm on board. And then it immediately just lost me. Like, oh, wow. There
1: this is, well, that's this a, a good place to transition. Let's move on to find out which scenes made a splash. Best or favorite scenes. I'll mention the scene that Jim said, which is he has the one night stand with Zap. And yeah. he wakes up and she's gone. And he hears music. Morning. and he wanders out and she's literally conducting her aerobics class but everybody <laughs> that's working out like
0: probably come across just a random guy just
1: showing yeah, up yeah it seems like performing. it's a common occurrence like yes, they just they don't you know. even are like who's this underwear guy they just <laughs> go about their business don't even worry about it
3: yeah (laughs) yeah i mean here he is i mean
1: when megan and i were doing our test the other night we brought
0: up the scene and just kind of blown away to zap held nothing back she decides to just get topless and be like here i am i just got off the joust i just did the wall and the eliminator and here i am look at my boobs while john ritter jumps in bed socks on stark naked he might have a slight chill
3: Oh, yeah. Can you say something? Did you notice it was all blondes until he met the lady in his bungalow? I was like, are there any brunettes here? Is this just. (laughs) And I did think it was weird when Zap walks up to the piano and he's like, well, hello.
2: Good evening.
0: What's that you're playing?
2: Something called Porter made.
0: You play very well. Are you a professional musician? Uh,
2: No. Are
0: you? No.
3: I don't know anything about music. That kind of music, anyway. Can you play three times a lady?
2: I'm sorry, I'm not quite drunk enough yet.
1: Miss...
3: Jones. Mommy Jones.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm Zach Hutton.
3: You're still here when I finish my steak and lentil soup, Zach. We'll pick up this conversation where I left off. Yeah. I just feel like that was... Really? Like, is he really checking her out? Is that
0: i would like to think like blake edwards just saw american gladiators for the first time and just says i gotta have that i gotta have her in the movie and it's funny like if you're familiar with any other blake edwards movies like before this he did a movie called a fine mess with ted danson and howie mandel there was a comedy nice. that was intertwined around horse doping.
3: Oh, my. No, I've never heard of that. It's it the weirdest. The hot mess.
0: Sh- it's and weird. you thought this movie was weird. Experience that <laughs> movie where you see the guy from Empty Nest, Richard Mulligan, get a horse <laughs> doping, almost dildo type thing shoved up
1: his ass it's the most nice yeah what? it's crazy what? how did he get from breakfast at tiffany's to this <laughs> i just I don't i keep like wondering i'm like this guy he just got old and senile that doesn't or something make any like, sense. no uh like, so there is a why? scene in this movie that's memorable who wants to go ahead and take it and mention real simple glow in a dark condom fight scene in the dark
2: and in the instructions that it's been treated with an ancient chinese herb guaranteed to prolong erection
3: Oh, my God. What's wrong? You're not going to believe this. Oh, my God. Stop
1: it, don't! Yeah, so to preface, there is this woman that lives in his building, and she has, what, a rock star boyfriend? Yeah. And is he Australian? (laughs) I think he's saw English. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. And uh so John Ritter intervenes which leads planting the seeds so that he can fuck the plant later and then she has condoms that belong to the Australian rocker dude they glow in the dark so there's literally a scene in this movie but there's some sort of like it's like they said there's like a special like ancient
3: Chinese Chinese medicine that's right
1: so all you see is a glowing (laughs) blue dildo that's
3: incredible I mean it was worth it for me to see that scene I was like okay this was because I I mean it was like bringing Atari back
1: (laughs) yeah basically that's kind of
0: of Porn
3: Pong or something.
0: Was it also like an ode to Star Wars because the rocker had a red condom and he had a blue condom on? Was it like Luke and Vader fighting over the vagina of the girl?
1: I I, don't know. (laughs) So the Australian guy though, he like leaves the room and comes back in with a condom on. He just like as you do, yeah. As Kevin,
2: would say. You, you haven't. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about
1: it. <laughs>
3: Sometimes.
2: Don't yeah, worry so. about what I do with my glow in the dark condoms. All right, yeah. Just keep, let's keep it on the. Let's keep on the film. Well, I
3: meant as you. No, I meant you say as you do i stole your okay yeah yeah i don't know know about the condoms you wear if you (laughs) want to tell us
2: about it why would i bring it up we'll just keep you know just focus on skin (laughs) deep people (laughs)
3: apparently the chinese herb helps you bring it up i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what's going on
0: here any other scenes stick out to you guys any other ones like i said just that opening scene
2: i was hooked i was like okay this is interesting he's a womanizer he's cheating on five different women
1: but i saw you loaded
2: You weren't paying attention. I always keep the first chamber empty. Oh, really? Yeah. And one of them has a gun. And just the fact that it, it, it this seems like it should have been the end of the movie. I yeah. was very confused. This, is very, this opening, I was so, <laughs> didn't, no idea
1: what was happening. There's like 10, ten minutes of exposition to start this movie. Like all yeah, of that was... exposition just throughout that entire scene. And then, you know, yeah. with his estranged wife, it's just all well, like, I also here have... is
0: the plot. This
1: is the movie.
0: I went pretty deep with this opening scene too. Like <laughs> his wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) uh,
3: well played sir
0: thank you now the one thing that maybe i should i read into this too much but when he gets in that fight his wife says you know we all wanted to have kids here's the funny thing when she fired the first round, it there was no bullet in the chamber; it was an empty chamber. Maybe that was symbolism because he
1: can't have a kid; he doesn't have potency. Well, he said, Why? "He said when he loads the gun, he purposely leaves the first chamber empty." Can you just let me have this one? No, I mean I
0: thought I got deep and really
1: well into this. No, he he, he literally because everything in this movie is literally is told ca- to you. <laughs> Damn it! Like they can't just yeah, there's no a- subtext. Everything wrote, is like we have to explicitly to. explain everything to you.
2: After we have the whole scene in the beginning, and then he goes to the bartender and he tells the whole scene over again. It's like, okay, didn't you just, okay, we just saw that. Like, why do you, why are you telling us what just happened? We were there, you know? Why yeah. not just have the bartender, the scene, just go, shit, that was crazy. And then he takes a drink. You know, why, <laughs> why does he have to tell the story again? <laughs> why, I, was, I was very confused by that.
1: Uh, one scene I don't really understand, because I guess I didn't watch closely if not, enough, is when Zach gets his house burned down by, is this his? <laughs> Molly. Molly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> she, is she just mad at him for playing the piano?
0: Standing by no month of May, no twinkling star, no hide away that piano is fucking amazing it's on fire and it's still able to play before it finally shits the bed she just what
1: what propels her to burn down the house
0: i don't know but i'm pretty sure left eye got inspiration for this when she decided to andre rise she was watching this
1: when she burned down andre rising so
0: i also think it's funny when they're going through the rubble of the house and they are just having casual conversation
3: i'm not going to argue with you anymore zach you're dishonest and you're too good with words hey when have i ever
2: been dishonest with you
3: Oh, come on. You were dishonest with me from the time you decided you wanted to fuck me.
2: We were introduced. I said, how do you do? I want to fuck you. What's dishonest about that?
0: And she's looking to find like a Nordic rune or whatever the fuck it was. It was some sort of like
1: special. Yeah. My runes. My Viking runes. What are you looking for? My runes. Your what?
3: Runes. I cast them for you once when we first started going together. Runes? Viking runes. Little stones with runic symbols on them that tell your fortune. You said they were bullshit, but the last time I consulted them, I turned up Isa.
0: Isa. Oh, what does that mean?
3: Spiritual winter. Oh. I'm spiritually frozen, Zach.
0: So,
2: what you thought a good fire would help thaw you out?
3: What the fuck, like of
1: all things, <laughs> and then he's like, Well, you're not gonna find him here. This is the the toilet, the bedroom's over there.
2: Yeah, it's just
0: like, What is happening right now?
2: <laughs> I was just assuming he kept ignoring her and was playing the piano. So, to get back at him, she burned the piano. I thought that was her thing, he was just being a dick. I don't know, yeah. that's what I got from it. It wasn't subtle. I don't know, it was just can was I odd. can I just more say questions? And it answered,
3: I miss you know, John Ritter. Can I- can yeah, I just say absolutely. That? I yeah. like him. Talk
2: about that. And-
3: but hold on, I like the. I might be the only one here, but there were some moments when he's having that time with his mother-in-law. Look, <clears throat> Marge. I know. In the past, we've had our share of <coughs> the- Oh, sorry, Sarah. Harry. <coughs> Can I get you something? A gun who was his acting coach in real life, by oh, the way., oh, nice. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. I did not. I thought that their banter was, <laughs> yeah, someone's got a twinkle in her eye. Like there were some lines that I would like to use in my real life now. <laughs> but I think there was some, you know, John Ritter improv in there because that seemed more like him,
1: yeah, I would agree. I saw like John, that felt like John Ritter John Ritter's very unique in he's gonna come up later because I in our critical question we're gonna discuss john ritter a little bit but yes john ritter is very there was no one else like him that would no. go to these limits and the type of humor and just the, the look in the field because like we talked about stay tuned last week because jim tried to tell me that this movie's better than stay tuned i was wrong so i was like excited to watch this and i watched it i was like this is not better than stay tuned
3: <laughs> i haven't watched stay tuned
1: you need to do well, that. Well, when we all eventually right. do a Problem Child
2: 2, we'll have to have you guys guess. I think,
1: yeah, that would be yeah. so oh, fun. That would
2: be really fun. That would be. That'd
1: be great. <laughs> been a while. So a couple throwaway things, as I mentioned. Uh, one is when Zach, he detoxing at Barney's house. Ah,
2: I'm blind. I can't see. All right, all right. How'd you do? What is that? It's a V-12.
1: Do
2: I need it? Did Castro need a bulletproof vest? Why did you wrap yourself in toilet paper? Because I was cold.
1: He's laying in bed and he wakes up and he is spray painted sobriety sucks <laughs> and a pair of tits on the wall yes there's yep. just like that's just that was be his shit was
2: that right was that just yeah a, he wrapped I himself in toilet really paper cold.
1: okay and then I, I think, think that's
3: yeah, barney's rehab i don't yeah, know, like rehab. if you can't drive home yeah. barney puts you in the
1: and then behind the wall another <laughs> quick throwaway thing is when and he gets the electric therapy
3: the silly little pads that i've attached to your problem areas will make your muscles contract The more I increase the current, the more your muscles will contract. Molly. (laughs) For the first silly treatment, it's not advisable like C plus
1: three. And when he's leaving the electric therapy and he has no control over his <laughs> he's muscles. Falling down the and he knocks all that girl's <laughs> stuff. It's pretty funny. It's some some good stuff. That physical was comedy. slapstick. Yes. That's like
3: three's company, yes. you know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
3: maybe the mother in law I was going back to Mrs. Roper days or something. Like there was some nostalgia there and I think I was I was feeling it.
1: And then uh I guess yeah. finally what <laughs> I'll mention the genie costume to the black tie event. Yeah. Because there's awkward. a mix up that interesting. Yeah, the event he's gonna go I'm to, gonna to is actually the next week and he's fucking aladdin yeah he shows up and he's yeah like, i love
3: that he I does like
1: <laughs>
0: now now would it be Both. a shock though if he all of a sudden just started closer. having
1: sex with aladdin i'm surprised movie? they didn't go with like something like that yeah. where he went home with somebody that he thought was especially because yeah. the time frame <laughs> 1989 he met jasmine yeah and he's yeah. like let
3: me see your carpet like, yeah. <laughs> yeah right
0: Hey, there were a couple shots in this movie where we almost saw carpet and John Ritter's dick root. So it it all works out.
3: Oh. Oh. Did you just (laughs) say dick root? Is that what you just said? His
0: his almost dick root.
1: You almost got the whole whole pipe. Almost. All right. Were there any other scenes or anything anyone (laughs) wanted to mention from this
3: Um, one? Well, also, it could have been called the scorpion and the frog.
1: The
0: scorpion said, yes,
1: I know. That's not
0: reasonable, said the frog. And the scorpion replied. Reason has nothing to do with it. I'm a scorpion. It's my character. You know what I feel like telling you, yes. You feel like telling me to go fuck myself. And you probably will, because that's your character see you next
3: tuesday how many times do we have to oh that fucking that reference the (laughs) movie
2: drive would actually rip this movie yeah unless it's just a famous (laughs) same universe i thought wait what the hell this is out of left field i've heard this in a much better film when
1: is this (laughs) but it's just a famous expression right or just a folk's tale he says like fuck off see you next week or something yeah see you next tuesday yeah see you next tuesday exactly yeah even though
3: like he turns to him and really looks in his eyes when I was like wow he's really having a therapeutic moment here he was so invested and then I was like go fuck yourself I'm like okay it seemed like there was a moment I don't know
2: what's up with the slapstick though because he was on the ocean and he goes I got it and then he gets hit by a giant oh that's what I just said that
1: before we started recording when we were sitting down here and I said okay so most of this movie is based in realism until the last five minutes when a giant wave washes him off the beach into his friends apartment and knocks her <laughs> off a bar stool
2: you won't believe it but there is a god and he's a gag writer what the- i'm and like g- not only does it crash on the beach but apparently if you leave your door open at yes, this place yes. the ocean will just come right in and will a wipe warning everything out that's a absolutely not a good design <laughs> from an architecture standpoint it's yeah. really oh. a lot of these beach houses i've seen they have some sort of protection there's usually a certain like amount of feet like the beach isn't going to come this far but not only does it wipe out their whole <laughs> kitchen and they're just laughing yeah you know, oh, geez, yeah,
1: it's enjoyed that. I'd, be pissed. I'd be so mad if the ocean came in my house and knocked me off my barstool what can That'd
3: you do weird. i mean you have to laugh in a moment like that
1: well, <laughs> that, that happens in a thunderstorm or a
2: tropical yeah. one that shouldn't happen every day and if it does you definitely shouldn't live there that was a very
0: yeah that's struck me as odd well the fun thing though is he sure as hell didn't care about his house being burnt down so he's probably not going to give a shit about a rogue wave coming in from the ocean he
3: he deserves it he's like i deserve this yeah
0: does not give a good goddamn this john Ritter, his
2: house is burning down (laughs) drinking a lot he's just trying to get laid he reminded me because he's supposed to be a sex addict and he kind of looked like what's his face david akufny yeah Is actually a sex addict and admitted that poor guy that's a good call such a poor i hope he gets treatment that poor poor man david <laughs> but and not only that he looks like him too so i was getting those uh, vibes
1: that maybe this is never
3: would have he looks well, a little he looks a little like X-Files.
1: the the ken what i call the kenny Loggins. the yeah, combination of hair he and does beard, that's kind of the look
3: do you all know that the beard was fake it was no. real and then it was fake. So there no, you go. No, I guess no. I got Get all out. the trivia. He is yeah. not
2: sexy anymore. Yeah. Fuck. No, 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 so not. that's Get the fuck out. He <laughs>
3: like, didn't need the am
2: Shame yeah. on him. Right in the left. Right? Can he not grow one? Or was he filming a TV show at the time? I don't
3: know. I don't. I have. I didn't, didn't ask. Have one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> they, they just gave him the part and he just slapped it on. Hey, they fooled me. <laughs> It's a lot better than exactly. the sleepaway camp. I gotta say. I read it's a lot more. I
3: read that though, so who knows if it's right? Yeah, everything
2: you read. that looked pretty real. I, I gotta say. That.
1: Okay, yeah. so there is a swimming pool <laughs> in this movie. Alex throws Zach's typewriter in it. I mention that because it's time for a pool check.
0: Pool check. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: All right, we're doing the Mount Rushmore of 1989 movies. So I had a little bit of a hard time with the Mount Rushmore portion. I did. However, the bad movies of 1989 are like right in my wheelhouse. There are like 20 amazing movies from 1989, like amazing, good, bad movies that I love. Mm -hmm. So I'll list some of those here shortly. But first, who wants to name? I guess I will. The first head on the Mount (laughs) Rushmore. I've got Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing. Okay. So it takes place in Brooklyn. Hottest day of the year. Basically, the setting and the hottest day of the year leads to, you know, the racial tensions boiling over in Brooklyn. It's a great movie. Like I watch it, go back, watch it every couple of years. All right, Megan, what's your first head?
3: Say anything.
1: Oh, right. Lloyd Dobler! I am yeah, Lloyd Daboo.
3: Hey, yeah, that's my guy.
1: <laughs> Peter Gabriel. I wanted I him to. Can yes. Yes. I can justify mm-hmm. putting that on, <laughs> Mount, on Mount Rushmore 1989 movies, if for nothing else, the iconic scene of holding the stereo. Yeah. Everyone oh, knows love. it. Everybody knows that scene. Classic. Yeah. Kevin, what do you got? <laughs> oh,
2: one of my favorite movies that actually, well, I, mean, I don't know, it was still one of my favorites, but as a kid, and I do think it really paved the way for superhero films. I'm going to go with Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. Yep, should, I think it should go up there that is a classic
1: and
0: Michael really Keaton like will always be my favorite Batman
1: and I'm and glad he's absolutely. Coming back With, without it that movie the best. without that movie there's no bat dance. That's right. Prince. That's right. That's right. I mean, it's the best. Everything you know, is be- the artists. best. Or Bob the Joker's goon getting shot. For Me no too. Jack Nicholson
2: playing himself. Are you, you know, it's or,
3: perfect, Kim. It's awesome. I, I just watched it. Nicole I just Kidman showed myself.
2: My first girl crush. <laughs> oh wait, not Nicole Kidman. Oh, no, Kim, Kim, uh, Basinger. Uh, Kim Basinger. Kim <laughs> Basinger. Like, yeah. But Nicole Kidman was the other Batman forever. There we go. I had a crush on both. They're both blonde. It's They're worse. Okay. They're going to be fun. Who are
3: you, John Ritter? What's going on here?
2: Those little boy
0: girls. I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right jim all right so what my first it holds a lot of meaning in my heart it's back to the future part two okay gotta get a little deep with this oh. when my parents first were dating my dad first thing he ever took me out to is a bonding experience was Back to the Future Part 2. All right. So that was the oh. first movie we kind of collectively saw together as a family. And I always loved Back to the Future.
1: So Back to the Future 2 is my George you know, Washington. Always wanted to go to That's the future nice to get a sports almanac. Yeah, and go back in time. several <laughs> so now you'd want to go. Put some money on the cubbies. Yes. All right, can I, uh, what My, do you got? my number two, my, my second head, Major League Sports co- Comedy about the former Cleveland Indians. The ultimate oh. cable movie, which is why I put it on here. If this is on TV, I end up Watching it, but there's another 1989 baseball movie that was actually nominated for Best Picture that yeah. year. I won't mention the yeah. title, but that's one that I will pretty much watch anytime it's on TV. I agree. So if it's
3: on, on, I will watch. If it. you build it, they will come.
1: Yes, <laughs> Rookie of the Year. Yes, <laughs> yes, there was that one <laughs> was nominated for Best Picture, narrowly lost. <laughs> All right, Such Megan, what one. do you got next? Batman. Mm. all right perfect
3: i saw that so many times in the theater like i probably
1: could have put that as number one but say anything remember do you remember the cereal the batman (laughs) breakfast cereal that came with a little bank yeah wait did it not taste like captain crunch i think it tastes like captain crunch shit out of the roof of your mouth yeah that little flimsy plastic batman bank that they would like saran wrap in awesome. the box
3: oh i had so wristbands i had batman sweet. wristbands that so i wore hot. i was so cool yeah, was-
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kevin what awesome. you got next buddy
2: we mentioned it earlier one of my favorite comedies of all time the burbs oh yes. so good i love this film it is one of my go-to's when i'm ever like looking at just for a campy fun movie great performance this is all around especially because it's right up the street at universal film yeah. block. my buddy Corey feldman's in it i met him yeah. he's not Doing so well, we don't have to talk about it, but he was in this movie. Ricky Butler. A lot of yeah,
1: Ricky Butler. <laughs>
2: so many good actors. Carrie Fisher, The Late, The Great.
0: Courtney oh, Gaines. Courtney Gaines. Gaines. Yeah. It came with the frame. Hey, Pinocchio, <laughs> where are you going? <laughs> when we covered the burbs, Kevin and I talked about, we're like, how is Ricky Butler such a great friend to Art and Ray? Yeah. He's just a teenage kid who paints a house, and he's just so bonded with him. We thought that was really cool. And Walter, too. And they're yeah. all neighbors, you know? Yeah, so it's true. It's
2: really, I like it. Throwing it or back it's before it's the suburbs. recession, we had suburbia, and yeah. it was just kind of tight-knit. It reminded me of my old neighborhood, <laughs> and nowhere like a, near as exciting or and fun, back then, but it like was a, just
1: kind of... A staycation was unheard of. <laughs> like, he just wants to yeah. stay home, watch the yeah. game. And his wife was pissed. That's his wife true. was mad. She wanted to go to the lake yeah so all right yes. so my next one
0: is i would feel really pissed if i did not bring this up we covered two of his movies so far on the podcast the late great patrick swayze and roadhouse, roadhouse. Oh, put it number we did that on my podcast two. as yeah. well there dalton. you go I, It's I, it's one of the Could best you not? <laughs>
1: it's one of the best movies and never forget what's his name dalton dalton dalton
0: He's fucking awesome uh,
1: love sam elliott in that one yeah he like looks so rad with the long
0: hair and the guy who i forget what's the name of the actor who plays the the real pricky rich guy i can't remember the name off top yeah he's in big lebowski yeah like him he plays such an amazing just perfect asshole yeah. he's gazzara right ben gazzara yes that's it that's
2: He's it. in yeah so good he's in a lot of movies i've seen you know he's he's been around yeah
0: he's <laughs> he didn't get in a blake edwards movie though unfortunately skin oh, deep oh, two, too bad even Maybe deeper next time
1: my my next movie, probably a girl that Zach would try and get with. Disney's The Little Mermaid created some iconic characters that the mouse is still bleeding dollars out of. Coming soon, live action version. Are you fucking serious? Did I pick The Little Mermaid? or No, the, uh, there's a, a live there? action for ver- Both. Yes. Live action version. Yeah, live action version. They did that. It's called Splash. Thank God. Yeah.
2: Uh, we need more live action remakes of the cartoons that came out, you know. Yeah. Like they're, the, lion, yeah. The, the lifeless and soulless Lion King that came out a yeah. few years ago. Aladdin. With, oh, Aladdin with Will Will.
1: No. <laughs> aladdin who fucks because he has kids at the end so, hope Our so genie magic carpet yeah.
3: both of them
2: i gotta say jasmine was pretty hot i won't say rub my lamp i hope hey, hey megan
0: <laughs> megan what do you guys UHF. jeff
2: yeah uh, throwback that's a good
3: one how can Classic. you how can you not have that on the list come I
1: agree. on i agree <laughs> it bums me out that there wasn't more of this just weird out vehicles because UHF is so enjoyable and it's like i think i mean it's definitely a cult classic it definitely has had a life after initial release so it makes me wonder like why wasn't there more like, i can understand like carrot tops chairman of the board like that makes sense that was a one and done but yeah. like weird exactly. Al's uhf yeah i just i can't understand why they just didn't keep doing this unless they didn't want to my next on the list
3: VHS. Uh, <laughs>
1: another
2: comedy that i grew up with uh, such a classic so nostalgic for me it is bill and ted's yes. excellent adventure so funny so cool so historical i used to watch it all Time and it's just it's a good one. Early Keanu and it's just funny. It just knows it's stupid. I love pretty much the Wayne's World before Wayne's
0: World. The part
1: with uh, so good Genghis Khan in the sporting goods store still makes me laugh so hard. I have not seen. face the music yeah uh, you don't have to yeah okay, that's what i thought
0: That's what I thought. Really, it feels like the other
1: two th- sequels not funny
2: yeah. Yeah. i'm sorry the it, first one was timeless and it's great and the other two they were weird
1: well bogus not journey funny. it tries to make a whole movie a parody of like the seventh seal basically yeah, and it's like, like it doesn't work yeah like yeah. the first one's great the second one, it's like, well, we're going to make a parody of Seven Seal. Why? No, don't do that. Let's make it really dark and kill them off yeah. and have them as robots. Robots. Just, yeah. That's the polar opposite of yeah. the
2: first one. Good job.
0: So, my third one, Weekend at Bernie's. Great. I, uh, it's a classic. Oof. It's it's I'm not saying it's the best, but it's Jonathan Silverman at his peak, Jonathan Silverman before the single guy. Don't get me wrong, I liked single guy, Joey Slotnik. Shout out, friend of the show. But I love Andrew McCarthy. I've always liked Andrew McCarthy. And it's such an interesting premise. Like, let's drag around this fucking dead guy, and everybody's so oblivious to the fact that they think he's alive. Plus, it's Catherine Mary Stewart, and I had the biggest crush on her as a kid. Like Night of the Comet, this. Mm. Oh, I love and it. And you love the second Just one too. There's another <laughs> sequel that should never have happened which was Weekend at <laughs> Bernie's 2. <laughs> yeah.
1: God. So weird. It's All right. The final head on my Mount Rushmore of 1989 movies which this is a totally plausible concept that we have a whole mountain range where each year is getting chiseled yeah, with movies. But it's a lot of work. My fourth head is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yep. because a oh, Christmas so movie can totally be one of the best best movies of the year and iconic that's the thing about christmas movies is if you make a good one it's like mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you song is gonna last forever unfortunately it's like one of the biggest yeah. songs of all time so same thing with the movie everybody watches this movie every year it's on tv all the time classic do so you funny. like that Mariah Carey song?
3: Yeah, sure. Why not? Can you sing oh, a
1: little no. bit? No, first? I can't sing at okay. <laughs> all. Please don't. Let's yeah. pretend like <laughs> yeah. it didn't happen. Kevin Heisinger,
3: you should guess what my fourth one is because you know we had to have two. Burbs. The Burbs is number and four. There
2: we go. Yeah, I figured. I'm
3: happy with my that's list. A, that's a good one. I am.
0: That's good. One.
2: <laughs> my last one was the first one we mentioned, which is also a go-to. And one of my favorites is Do the Right Thing. Yes. I think should be. That's a good and, one.
0: So my final one, of course, is the seminal class of American film. The one, the only Karate Kid part three. No, I'm no, just what? joking. I <laughs> <me>. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Best villain. I'll take fucking Barnes any day of the week. I've mentioned this on the show, but it's going to be a movie. I guess it's a cheap plug for our podcast because we covered it all the way back in You're season one. You're plugging our
1: podcast on our podcast? On our podcast. It's weird. It's weird reality.
0: <laughs> no, it's a movie gr- I loved growing up as a kid. And of course, I love the burbs, all that, but I'm going to put the wizard here on. Yeah, okay. Slot number um, four. Best That's Nintendo commercial. He knows the, guy, the best Nintendo commercial Sick. of all time i mean so many quotable lines jenny
1: lewis fred savage i mean come
0: on okay it's, so
3: it deserves to be on yes
2: let
1: mm-hmm. me read some of the other movies that were released in 1989 now i love a lot of these and i think both of our podcasts have covered some of these i'm going to edit out the ones that uh we mentioned but lean on me which i know jim likes that's like Morgan. i do. i
3: like that one too
1: it's a great one. It's where i got my xbox
0: live gamer tag from there's a character in lean on me that's in there for a very short time known as Reverend. And slappy yeah so that was my gamer tag know. was reverend slappy and trying to explain that to a fucking eight-year-old kid kicking my ass at halo
3: what's that mean
1: asshole <laughs> fuck you kid uh, gleaming the cube i wish that everyone had more universal access to gleaming the cube because yeah. it's a great one hmm. teen witch you guys did teen witch didn't you oh we did yeah that we did oh, uh, i forgot about that one kevin mentioned Corey feldman we had dream a little dream the yeah. two Corries. oh wow, interesting no holds barred which speaking of cocaine hulk hogan and vince mcmahon yeah. locked themselves in a room with some cocaine and wrote no holds barred dookie <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> Not swamp thing but return of swamp thing. Chud too, bud, the chud. Great action usa andy sedaris's savage beach which i love okay a movie we're fond of arena oh yes got it on laser disc and jim's favorite movie of all time the pat Morita, jay leno movie collision course which i own on vhs and i
0: paid at the time 40 dollars on ebay for that damn thing it never came out on dvd yeah that one is something those are fun to find Yeah, I showed Kevin this movie about a year or so ago. There's a lot of fucking over the top, trying to be funny, but racist is shit. Oh yeah, it's like it doesn't hold up up. at all, not at all.
1: So today I also learned that there's a sequel to Eddie and the Cruisers called Eddie Lives. I didn't know that. There's also (laughs) a sequel to The Gods Must Be Crazy, which I said, well, they found a Coke bottle in the first one. They find a Pepsi bottle in the second one, right?
3: Yeah. (laughs) Because
1: I don't know what it could be about. I knew that there was a second one. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I was like, whoa, I didn't know that exists. All right, let's get back in the pool.
0: Everybody back in the pool! (laughs) (laughs)
3: I already drowned.
1: <laughs> all right. I can't
3: swim, guys. <laughs> Our, we'll give you, we'll give you uh, <laughs> floaties. Our critical question okay, this week.
1: So I love John Ritter, but this is pretender, I should say. Do we think that John Ritter has enough appeal sexually to have this amount of success in picking up women? I mean, he's a successful writer. So and some people in this movie seem to know who Zach Hutton is. Yeah. But like, how's he picking up all these women? So what my ultimately my critical mm. question is, and we can go around the horn, could you you imagine another actor playing this role? Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, who? You got anybody like in mind? Bert. Yeah, I'm yeah trying probably to like that Burt, time. Burt Reynolds. Oh, is. yeah. He was, a, he was a hunk. I
3: think you nailed it on that one, Kevin.
2: I don't know if he has, like, comedic chops, does he? Is he funny? I've only seen, like, Boogie Nights and Smoke See, my,
1: and the Bandit. my opinion... Neither of them made me laugh. My opinion is <laughs> no because Smoking. even though there's redemption in the end, like, how many actors would play the heel like this? Like, how many actors would be like, you've got to be pretty much this hour 40 minutes you got for an hour and a half you've got to be a complete like shithead you know the funny thing is though if you think about Blake
0: Edwards and casting and stuff like that you would say if this is any other normal director who would they have reached out to like oh who's big at the time Swayze I,
1: I think the sex stuff is too much for a lot of actors yeah like they just it's too vulgar for like a lot of people or if they would do the vulgar stuff i don't know that they could pull off the comedy so the names i came up with bill murray i could okay. kind of see tom hanks robin williams woody harrelson i would love to have seen robin williams in this role <laughs> it'd be different it'd be much different yeah, be just trying to it might this movie
3: might
2: have wit. actually made me laugh if we had robin
1: williams
2: <laughs> yeah. i have a like question it. really quick was
1: this movie a comedy? I probably shouldn't have to ask that, Larry. Like, that's, I <laughs> expected that, comedy from start to finish in this one, in a funny movie, and it's much more dramedy. It's like sad. It was I was very depressed Lifetime-y. after yes. it. Honestly, yeah. I didn't.
2: I needed a shower. It was really
0: that, uncomfortable. That's why I, I think the glow in the dark condom scene coming out of nowhere is like, okay, we need to throw some levity. <laughs> Let's just fucking have two guys.
1: That, dick fighting. That's the scene I think of where I'm like, no other actor would agree to do that. No, I not think all. I just too many actors I think have too maybe too large of an ego to be like, I'm not doing a dick fight scene. Like yeah. I'm not doing <laughs> it.
3: Yeah, I think. Really? I mean, I think that
1: would Burt Reynolds <laughs> ah, if do if I a dick a guy, fight I'd be scene? like, yeah, yeah, I'll do. Now let's be. I on- don't
0: know. Do you think they didn't use stunt cocks for that? Do you think that it's some sort of stunt cock? Seriously, I don't I, think
1: they're real I people. So. At
3: that time? <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> <Stunt> co- yeah, <laughs> It was actually just a finger.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't even. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's <laughs> oh, <that'd be laughs> just like a, they took the boom operators and just <laughs> put them on yeah, the not they- they- Howie Mandel's yeah, just people- walking on set. Howie, you want
0: to come into a stunt cock scene? Yeah, yeah sure. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, people do
1: like body doubles all the time
2: so they don't have to do nude scenes. But yeah. I don't know. John Ritter seems a little too comfortable Yeah. <laughs> well. It's very true. So I could, yeah, I feel like it was him. Not really that, that I chest of hair, man. He's, makes me uncomfortable. Just,
3: well, he's Jack Tripper. Okay. Think about his role in Threes Company. He was always chasing women. Is he hot? I mean, I don't that's think what, he's, that. he's just like, I don't know dude, that women. that matters. a problem,
2: child, too. Like all the housewives line up, they, they line down the block, like, who's this fucking hunk yeah. He just moved in.
3: I'm mean, just, he's not, he's okay. I don't yeah. know.
2: Maybe he's got that everyday guy quality, but if that beard's not real, he's not fuckable. Sorry. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) yeah see he
3: should have been wooing people with just like being himself and his wit because i always liked him because he seems like a real nice guy like i was yeah but i don't think i'd see him and be like whoa like if you catch it you know if 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 he wasn't i mean maybe
2: a mixture of him being famous and rich but also and he could play the piano but he just didn't seem that (laughs) likable in this movie it was so odd they made me not like john ritter and that's hard to do
0: so i congratulate you blake edwards that's (laughs) you son of a bitch but if we go by like, we miss you if we go by 1989 standards how people look age-wise compared to then to now John Ritter was what in this movie? Twenty five? Like,
1: seriously? He doesn't he's, like. Uh, see, he says at one when he's with the before the uh, going the dark condom seeing the ladies. He asks her how old she is. I think she says twenty five. He oh, says, yeah. "How old are you?" <laughs> he says he's thirty three, but I don't know if he's joking or not. Yeah, that's the weird thing. I'm like, know. I yeah, don't know. Was that supposed to be a joke or is he being serious? Because I have no idea. I don't believe the. Yeah, but then 25. she
3: smiled, and I didn't believe her either. Yeah. yeah. I didn't believe she did not look 25 to me. Not at all. I wrote that this was the strangest domestic violence scene ever. Let me just say, if you're listening out there, don't go ahead and break up. You know, if you hear a couple, you, you can just go ahead and call the cops. Yeah.
2: Yes, operator. This is Zach Hutton in Bungalow 11. Would you please call the people in the apartment directly above me and tell them to stop screaming and yelling and breaking up your furniture? Are you sure are breaking furniture? Yes. Listen okay a
3: call right away. number one yeah. rule don't you don't go into it you don't know what's going Fucking on in involves. and then like i love how she's just ready to go <laughs> just, yeah i mean it's a good thing it ended because she's just like well the next one's coming in like i don't it was weird i don't
0: it's <laughs> also funny that her boyfriend's <laughs> weird... band's name is called the moon rocks yeah moon rocks the moon rocks yes i think
1: metal i think moon rocks Fuck yeah, Buzzle. Yeah, that
3: was a line. She's like, oh, you don't like, what did she say about heavy metal? And then, he he said, yeah, like,
1: he says something along the lines of there's no such oh. thing as good heavy metal. You
3: like jazz? Oh, I love it.
1: But you
2: prefer heavy metal?
3: No, I prefer good music.
2: Well, that eliminates heavy metal.
3: I love good heavy metal.
2: Oh, really? That's impossible. That's like saying I love good root canal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you sound like my father.
2: Oh, no, I know. Sometimes I can be a major handicap. What times? Well, Sounding like a father when I'm trying to impress a young female under 22? 25. Oh, especially those times. It's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, uh, I'll find it. I agree. All right, let's uh, UQ David McCall. It all could have been different, Mr. Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. Let's talk about some logic with this movie. Oh, so, Jesus. First, it's not as it's not as I'm much out. logic, but more, it's just a challenge to how this movie was edited. Because in my opinion, this one, it moves pretty slowly. It's a long hour 40. Much of the movie's presented almost as like skits. Like we see Zach with this relationship, with this one night stand, with this one night stand. And we get to the end of the movie after Zach shows up at Alex's wedding. The entire redemption arc of this movie happens in the final act, happens in like 10 minutes. Yeah, bing, bing, boom. We get an hour 30 of Zach you know being drunk and picking up women horny, and yeah. horny all of this and then it's like he sits on the beach he says I've got it and then it's like fast forward six months he's written a book and he's got his wife back why couldn't we have like seen a yeah, montage of him writing it's the like book Blake Edwards was like oh fuck I forgot to add something no. Yeah, because we've seen the therapy throughout the movie which obviously isn't working like they just could have cut it better I, I feel like because at times exactly you don't know that it's a comedy it's like you just feel bad for this guy it's like the comedy we're laughing at is this guy like going on a downward spiral? Pretty much.
3: I didn't feel that bad for him. Is that weird? I, don't, I, don't know. You, I mean, he's not like you? Nicolas no, Cage, really? you know. No, I don't. Really I didn't feel, feel like that. bad for him.
1: I mean, I mean, he is a
0: womanizing piece of shit. Yeah, I it's mean, all self. Yeah, it's probably why I
3: didn't like. I like John Ritter, but I'm still like, why should I care about Zach? And what kind of name? Like, can't they pick better names for these yeah. people? He does not look like a Zach, and no. maybe that's why somebody else should have been. Like, that wasn't believable. Probably. So maybe that's why I didn't care
0: about. Him. I, the one logic issue I had one of the. The many I had was the fact it just seemed. I know I'm stuck on the Zap scene, I can't help it. Maybe because I'm a big, <laughs> big American Gladiators fan. The uh. fact that it just seems that it's the natural occurrence all the time that some guy just randomly walks well, out and all the girls know his name. <laughs> Hi, Zach! Yeah.
1: Like, she must be huge. Like, does she have, like, his book in the fucking waiting room? She walked out to class, and they're all doing their pre-stretches and stuff. She's like, listen, guys, I fucked this guy. He's in that room. His name's Zach. It was great. He's probably going to wake up and come out here. Yeah which is weird he's got a huge see his so, chest
3: hair yeah <laughs> so do you feel like
1: it. the zap thing when he picked her up or she hit on him or however it went down do you feel as though they treated her body as like a big reveal it because you been. almost can't yeah. see her muscles yes. and stuff when she picks him up and talks to him at the piano but she he's in bed he's getting ready and she comes out of the bathroom spotlight on and then she does the whole pose. yeah the no I thought stuff. that too. they treat it as like a big reveal like you can't the way they've got her dressed you can't tell that she's muscular. Oh, yeah.
3: I think that's I didn't know who she was. I admit, I don't, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, it's a guy. <laughs> and I, but then I'm like, how did he not know this? Like, that's, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I did. And I thought that was going to be the hilarious and, little moment where.
1: You know, and that's the funny thing too, is like, <laughs> this is a movie that's uh, 30 plus years old. It doesn't matter now. Like they treat this big reveal. It's supposed to be so shocking that she's a bodybuilder and she's buff and all of this, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. She has a great body. She's super built. Okay, cool. It doesn't hold up is is i guess basically how i treat it another logic issue that i have with this movie is the fine the very final scene in the movie is obviously they want the movie to end on a gag so zach is wearing another glow-in-the-dark condom it's like a bomb pop condom and alex tells him
3: what are you gonna grow up
2: what are you talking about i've stopped drinking i've written a bestseller. refused to sleep with a beautiful lusty aromatic young female in my book that's pretty good growing up
0: oh i suppose so but you're in a monogamous relationship now. So take it
2: off. Okay, but you're not being very patriotic.
1: For one, she knows how much he's been sleeping around. Yeah. She should probably want him to wear it because of just caught him with his mistress and the hairdresser. And two, it's usually like role reversal where the guy's the one who doesn't want to wear the condom. The girl does. But in this case, it's like he wants to wear the condom and she doesn't want him to wear it. So unless they're trying to have a a kid, it's just weird that she's like so adamant that he takes the condom off.
0: I also find it weird. You start
1: wanting to root for him and then they have that weird.
0: Well, well, they kind (laughs) of sometimes (laughs) they kind (laughs) of want you to do, but then they have that awkward family reunion you know the stepson <laughs> yeah. and the whole time it seems like all Zach wants to do is fuck his stepson's girlfriend yep. yes. it's like Jesus Christ yeah he's man. hitting on her at
1: the dinner table yeah it's like Christ yeah man. that's right it's so fucking weird and then the, the stepson plays piano and he's like he's better than I am and, and then he goes back to hitting on Alex he's just basically he's out of control and he's a horn he can't dog. be stopped yeah <laughs> Kevin you got any uh, any
0: logic issues with this movie besides basically the whole movie <laughs> yeah I'd say about from start to
2: finish I have a problem with you know there's a little bit, a little bit of everything just you know i don't i was a little lost i gonna be honest with you there was a lot of scenes it kept cutting back to like the therapy sessions like okay yeah. so this is him reliving something but then it kept jumping back and time. like wait no he's not reliving it i thought it was supposed to be basic instinct where'd that girl with the gun go what is happening yeah. he's a lemonizer why is his piano on fire he drinks a lot i'm very uncomfortable <laughs> and why does the bartender still have a hard on this is uh, the questions. you,
3: just nailed, that you that just nailed it you just nailed the yeah. whole movie the like, I think Right. That was a perfect review. <laughs> like, yeah, it just
2: in
1: a nutshell. I will was. say at first, it took me a little while to differentiate between the women. So they probably should have done a little bit better mm-hmm. at not making them just all blonde. Because at first I was like, wait a minute, who yeah. is this? Which girl is this? And then they jumped to another one. And I'm like, is this his wife? Is this his, who is this? Is this a mistress, the mistress? I couldn't tell them apart. So they should have had, I guess, maybe I'm simple, another but actress. yeah, just a different actress or a brunette or something. Yeah. Yeah. The only one I could up. tell apart well, was Zach. There's so many hair colors. Why doesn't we yeah. like, know yeah. this?
3: But, well, wait a minute. It actually, even though you like the beginning, you're like, oh, this is going to be good. But what would have made more sense was to lead up to that. <laughs> like
2: That's what I said. The, to, yeah, the, the beginning the, seemed like the end yeah. to a movie I haven't seen yet. Oh, and right. if it was going to get more exciting, okay. But it didn't. It yeah. went the yeah. opposite if, way. If All we of a sudden,
1: it's a rom-com. Yeah, if we were to remake <laughs> this movie, you could... Definitely make Should. it where it where it builds up to you know all of these problems and stuff coming to a crescendo where he's caught with yeah. the, the mistress, the hairdresser, okay. the ex wife, and then the f- whole final act of the movie is him going to therapy and quitting drinking and writing the book and getting back to earn her back rather it's than simple just, re-editing. It happens in ten yep. minutes. It's just and first off, I don't right. understand the epiphany he has on the beach when the Moana prequel and the wave comes in the house and knocks people <laughs> off the. I don't. <laughs> (laughs) understand what his epiphany is yeah he's sitting there because he an std yeah does his therapist or whoever it is tells him he has to figure it out or the bar oh the bartender barney he barney tells him he's a fuck he says mr miyagi he says i've known all along what your problem is but he's just sitting there on the beach and he's like i've got it wave hits him all right fade to black fade back up okay he's written a book he's now got healthy relationships with these people He's been abstinent for six months. Why couldn't we see any of that? Exactly. We after sitting through this and watching all his <laughs> troubles, we've earned that to see the road to that. But instead, in my opinion, it's bad filmmaking. It's just here it is, he's better now. Movie's over. Yeah, pretty much. It's like oh, we,
3: they should have all been exercising in her yeah, studio what, at the end. That yeah, would, have been, that would have been ending.
1: Oh, that would have been fantastic. Yeah, they all knew yeah. each yeah. other. Yeah. Rather than the bar, I would have <laughs> much preferred that. <laughs> much better. Any legacy for this movie? That's a question we ask every week I don't think it needs to be asked this week I think this one will just uh, slowly dissolve into the annals of time I think it may have already if not for Jim making us cover this it may have been forgotten. We're the last four people on Earth keeping this movie alive. We're keeping it
0: alive, and people might be like, "Oh, I'm going to see this pile of shit," and then watch beyond the first credits and go, "I'm good.
1: I'm fine." You know what? They start watching it and they're like, "I love John Ritter. I'm going to watch this movie," and then they're going, "You know what? I'm going to watch Stay Tuned instead." Pretty much because that's what you should do. You should watch Stay Tuned instead if you love John Ritter. Exactly. So yeah, I'd, I'd do that. <laughs> I'd say really no legacy for this one. Although everything's a remake now, so somebody's going to buy this IP and they're going to remake. It was Zac Efron. And it's... Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) All right. Stick around for some (laughs) vlogs.
2: We're 19. W-O-I-O. Shaker Heights, Cleveland.
1: Pool Sceners, once again,
0: thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Pool Scene Podcast. And as always, like, comment, subscribe, rate, and follow Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. Smash that like button with unbridled enthusiasm and make sure you spread the word of the pool scene podcast to one and all. Go over to Facebook at Pool Scene Podcast. Join the Pool Sceneers group. You guys want to win some free stuff? Maybe make a suggestion about an episode or two let us know join today instagram at pool scene podcast and tiktok we're trendy with the kids y'all at pool scene pod one and as always thank you thank you thank you and now back to kevin hit it final lap guy
1: yeah the final lap. all right this is our final lap where we kind of just talk about everything and nothing and the only thing i had that i wanted to mention last week we covered pump up the volume and we didn't talk about on the episode that the title pump up the volume really has nothing to do with that movie yeah i know even though i put it at the very beginning yeah they the just episode. really took the song by mars and just capitalized off the song because pretty much they probably should have called it talk hard yeah and not pump up the volume so we, we didn't mention that during last week's episode i'm just like i don't don't understand why this happened like
0: yeah it makes no sense why they, they do that do it. sort
1: of thing sometimes Yeah, why so. not? screw
0: it so do you guys We're have good. any plugs coming up anything besides Megan you moving of course and
1: I'm moving anybody <laughs> wants to watch it's hilarious stand up improv nope.
2: shows nothing coming up Kevin? nothing just yet and nothing's in you know it's on the works it's in progress I'm in between shows right now it's really it's it's a whole thing so many bookers constantly hitting me up I'm just gotta yeah. take a break you know I'm <laughs> just got to you know you know, just taking it easy right now. Just doing pod. Just listen to the podcast. We got some really fun Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes coming awesome. out. I'm very excited yeah. about. So and you
3: gonna... guys will be on at some point. And yeah, uh, you know, you're I,
2: more I, than welcome. Thank you. You fine. feel you feel
3: good right now asking these two yeah. people. Like you guys come to plug. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm moving. <laughs> I was like, you know, a couple of great comedians here. Like, we are. I mean, I'll be moving and I'll be closer to Philadelphia. So if anybody's awesome. listening, I still I want know. to be in New York City and in Philly which is where I started stand-up. There we Thank go. You. We and go. this was before iPhones, so it's never been taped. Oh, and wow. I just have this little mini recorder that my boyfriend had it's at the table to record BB. me. That's, yeah, so that's, that's... Throwing it back. So it's... I will be, I will be back
0: it's painful when i look back at some of my old stand-up when i used to do stand-up it's it's fucking painful i went through this phase of my life where i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna give it a try and Mm -hmm. like a bunch of my buddies we got together and formed a group here in youngstown called the youngstown comedy syndicate because we'd all see the same guys and girls at the same open mic so we said screw it let's run youngstown so that's kind of what happened and they're still continuing it but yeah That's, and
1: they're doing great they had yeah. uh, three shows cool. this past weekend at three different venues in the same night it was awesome yeah it, fucking they're amazing they've been on the show
0: before shane's been on the show mike's been on the show mike's gonna be coming back right before christmas for kevin and i do the infamous salad sunday during the pool check i'm not doing it all right if you guys don't know our buddy <laughs> mike who i've done stand up <laughs> with he came down with COVID, so he lost the ability to taste and smell. So he decided to fuck with his wife one night and said, you know what? I can't smell or taste anything, so I'm just going to mix all this shit in a bowl and call it a salad sundae and eat it. So at one point, there was like spinach, some sort of dressing, ice cream, mustard. I think he had nuts in yeah, there. Like fudge. Fudge. chocolate sauce. His like- wife had to leave the kitchen because she was <laughs> gagging. So I said it'd be funny to have him on the show with him now able to taste and smell. And for the pool check, we do the salad Sunday on the air might be fun if we th- throw up.
1: So that might yeah. be <laughs> hilarious.
3: Oh, that would be it. everybody would love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and then we haven't confirmed exactly yet, but Jim hasn't seen Jingle All the Way, Which despite is, yeah. being oh, like yeah. a huge Arnold fan. I am
0: probably the biggest, yeah, Arnold, probably the biggest yeah, Arnold
1: Schwarzenegger fan. Uh, so I'm like, we got to do Jingle All the Way. So we, we might do that one. Although I really love this really bad horror movie called Elves. It's uh, about Nazis. <laughs> it Nazi, sounds like a Bill Goldberg Nazis movie. and whoa. Santa Claus and Jesus. department store Santa What's has them? to fight Nazis that become like goblins. It's oh fucking goodness. bonkers but I love it. For the Tarantino movie? Just, it's just not easily accessible. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Jack, Jack Frost. Oh, yep. so weird. <laughs> Jack Frost. So There's that Ginger Dead Man like is a good one. <laughs> It's silent
2: night deadly night yeah. too i think is probably the best yeah. if you haven't seen, and if you haven't seen the first one don't worry half of the first movie is part <laughs> yeah. of the second movie and i've never seen either that's of them smart. so oh definitely watch yeah. to second. if you've i don't know if you've seen that clip on youtube where he goes garbage day and he I shoots the guy that's what it's from <laughs> oh that okay, is, okay
0: okay
1: okay and Jim mentioned the Goldberg there's Santa Slay, yeah. where uh, Bill Goldberg oh, plays classic. Satan and uh, the fate of the universe relies on a game of curling okay between uh, seems about right, right. angel <laughs> and the devil have to play curling so yeah, yeah. the way
3: the world's going that might be true yeah it's why not yeah, right. why it's not, all obviously. gonna come down to curling
1: well we we absolutely <laughs> want to thank both of you for joining us we enjoy your podcast yeah, thank and you guys no
3: we and same back and thank you this was fun it's fun thanks to for team having us guys, I, I,
1: I wish we could have had you on for a better movie jim well guess what if you guys <laughs> would like to perhaps
0: maybe next season come back on and we'll all Absolutely. collectively decide a movie
1: yeah. that could be just fucking <laughs> nuts or whatever skin eat, being forced upon you
3: <laughs> the sequel is gonna yeah. come out we'll do oh, stay, we should
1: do stay tuned <laughs> Oh, another John oh. Ritter movie. Stay tuned.
3: So stay tuned, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you want to do
1: Problem
2: Child 2 has yeah. been on my list for a while, but probably have you guys on mm-hmm. that for uh, our podcast. That'd dude,
1: be, that'd be uh, awesome. That would yeah. be great. That'd be awesome. All right. Fantastic. So as we end every episode, <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us. Silencia.
0: Falling out.